Hello and welcome to Early Late Night, show where funny man makes news and information to audience about game and esports. I present host, the man with glasses that make me laugh. Ha ha. Introducing Kiran Marchant. Yes, was not what I was going for at all. Boris, but that's fine. That's fine. That's the new announcer, Boris, for the day. Trialing new announcers still. We're getting there. We are getting there. And welcome to Early Late Nights, episode 46. Right here on Explosion Network, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. It's been the whole week. It's Friday. We're day before Melbourne Esports Open. Australian con Overwatch contenders are about to finish up in the grand finals. League of Legends OPL is about to finish up on Sunday. And we are on the brink of the gaming season, everybody. What a beautiful time to be into games. What a fantastic time to be into this whole biz, this whole medium. It's fucking fantastic. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. This is Explosion Network's gaming news show, where I bring you live every Tuesday and Friday at 6.30pm. The latest gaming news topics and my... Wacky opinions on each and everything gaming. Uh, and also, if you can't make it to each show live, that's fine. Catch us 24 hours later at 7pm on YouTube.com slash Explosion Network, ExplosionNetwork.com, and all good podcasting services to get the VOD and audio version of the show to your ears. Right there. You're caught up. You're down with the sickness on it. You're down with it. You've got it going on. And we're excited. We are fantastically excited. I spoke at the start of last episode, I spoke about the um, incident that happened in the Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida earlier in the week um, and the devastation that it caused. It's really good to see EA has now set up a fund for any victims that have been affected by the tragedy, um, massacre, the offense, the assault, um, and it's a substantial amount of money and, and they're doing what's right by the people that were there for them. Um, and supporting a community in a time of hurt. So, really good job by them. Um, and speaking of doing good by a community, here at the Explosion Network, upcoming, we have later in September, it may as well be September, later this month, uh, we will be doing Games Done Slower 24-hour stream in accordance with Checkpoint, the organization that works with mental illness uh, in youths throughout the organization, connecting people through gaming. All four uh, Explosion Network members will be taking part in the stream, 24 hours of madness. Uh, there are plenty of stretch goals to get involved with. Check it out on ExplosionNetwork.com. Um, do you want to see early late nights live from RTX? RTX Live from PAX Australia later in the year. Um, there is a stretch goal for that, among many other things, including an extra 12 hours of streaming, which is crazy. Crazy! Cra-hazy. But that's where we're at. That's what we're excited for. And also... Another bit of good news and a light from a story uh, previously revealed and brought forward by Kotaku and we spoke about it on the show. Um, Riot has finally come out and acknowledged the issues that have caused by its company's culture um, with the quote-unquote rioters and its um, not, not great uh, opportunities and equal opportunities, especially around genders in the organization. And they've come forward um, and are meaning to make amends for that and, and start improving their organization, which is a very respectable thing for them to do. It should never have got to this point in general. And it was disappointing to hear the story of 
um, a number of former Riot employees and current Riot employees, but hey, hopefully things get better. On tonight's show, we're going to be discussing all things Spider-Man and exactly what a couple puddles have done to a portion of the community. We're going to be talking about Bill Shorten's attempt to get involved with the younger members of the Australian public. Games for Gold is going to get stomped by PlayStation Plus. I'm going to be showing you the games as well as breaking down exactly what's going on here. And finally, for the tip of the show, Battlefield 5 got delayed today. It got delayed. We're going to take a look at what that means for its fans, what that means for the developers, um, and go from there. Okay? Excelente. Let us dive in to the first topic of the show, Spider-Man. We are people. This time next week, you will be spooder man in. You would have been Spider-Man in, swinging through the city of New York, through Manhattan. You're going to be taking part in the greatest fight of Spider-Man's life on a console. It looks fantastic. It looks really good. The uh, rage of characters and the rage of um, villains in this. Oh, it makes me excited. It makes me love this Spider-Man and love what Insomniac have done even before I've touched the game. And it's super fun and super cool. But if you haven't heard, there's a portion of its community that have congregated on its subreddit to complain about a recent change that's made between an E3 demo and a demo shown at Gamescon. If you haven't already seen it, uh, from the E3 demo, there was uh, a moment in the construction yard that he's fighting through where the ground was bottled with puddles. There was puddles all over the floor. Um, you know, puddles spread out all over the place, just kind of dripped there, kept there. Um, and they, when the trailer free showed up and when the part of the game re-showed up once again in another demo... Um, puddles are gone. Well, there's less puddles. The puddles have been moved. They've been changed. They've been rearranged. And that is an amusing... It's an amusing and it's a minor detail. And that's all it is, people. It's a minor detail. It's fucking puddles. It's water. But people have used this, picked up on this moment, and said, What have you done, Insomniac? What have you done? What have you done to my game? Have you downgraded it so it makes it run easier? What have you done? Where have my puddles gone? And, and Somniac have already reacted and said, No, we've just changed the design and the layout of the puddles. We've just moved the puddles a bit. There are plenty of areas spread out throughout New York City where you will find a, a, a appropriate amount of puddles. And the internet still won't accept this. They still won't accept this, and it's because of the internet, and you can't complain about the internet, and Lord Empire in chat has just said, which is Nick, hashtag Puddlegate, have come out, it's the internet, it's waiting to get outraged, it's all the public's waiting for nowadays is fucking outrage, outrage culture here, outrage culture there, blah blah blah, but you sit here, and you look through it, and... It doesn't make that much sense. It doesn't. And look, this is similar to the outrage that happened for the Witcher 3 trailer and the Witcher 3 um, release demo that came out because there were some graphical changes made to the Witcher 3 prior to its release that people were picking up on and going, wait, what's going on? Why are they changing? Why are you making it less sophisticated and pretty? Which is like, the Witcher 3 is already a fantastic looking game. They had to make some changes. 
this is why, and this is part of the pressure of game development in today's society and in our community, because what what are we doing? Like, the game devs are in this kind of, this balancing act of how do we show something that is good enough to represent what we want, but also how do we show it in a way that is not going to, you know, incur backlash? It's not going to incur people's rage. And and it's a bit improbable, and I don't think many people understand, or many people f like to ignore the fact that games, when they're showed in E3, are generally not in a finished state. They're not in a playable state. They're just in a, this is so you get an idea of what we're working on. This is to get you a bit hyped, get you excited for what we're doing. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing that it's 2018 and it's still doing this. Um, Insomniac have come out, as I've said. They said there's no downgrading. We're just doing this. And why does it matter, people? Why the fuck does it matter to anybody? What? There's a couple puddles we've moved. <laughs> Dylan's just told me not to talk about the puddle idiots. I'm just... I just... It's a part of the gaming culture to be outraged and saddened by the news that not saddened but just disappointed by the news or by an image that has been changed since you first saw it it's okay it's completely fine i'm massively excited for spider-man i think it's gonna be one of my favorite games of the year i'm so pumped for it it's spider-man is a childhood classic it's part of my youth and watching the spider-man animated series with its cast of rogues and and the cast of villains in this kind of mirrors that for me so i'm excited i fucking hope you're excited i hope we're all excited tune in some point next week where we'll you know we'll have more on the game we'll be talking more about it we'll be going back and forth with it back and forth back and forth back and forth we'll be breaking it down right here on explosionnetwork.com um you'll be proud of me if i finish spider-man I'm going to do it for you, Dylan. Right here on Early Late Nights. D Nick cancelled his pre-order! What? Are you okay? What are you doing, Nick? You'll buy it anyway, let's be honest. But, I knew you didn't. You weren't a fan. Um, but, I'll make a promise to my viewers and my listeners on Early Late Nights. I'll finish Spider-Man. All the way through. <laughs> Ooh, Kieran just walked himself into another promise. Ah! Anyway, let's carry on. Let's move right on to this man. If you can't see the image because you're on the audio, it's probably a good thing because he's a terrifying beast. Terrifying. Ah! Terrifying. I'm talking about Bill Shorten, the Labour leader currently, the opposition leader. The man on the other side of the wall. What are we doing? What is he doing? He's currently on his tour, um, trying to increase his political stance for the upcoming elections, while our government is playing with fucking Lego bricks and just all over the shop. <laughs> 2016, too much water. 2018, not enough water. True that. Um, he's currently in Perth on a tour trying to drum up more votes and speak to people. And this man thought, hmm, I need to connect with my younger members. Younger public members who can vote. I'm going to play video game. So video game makes me look young and, you know, 
connectable with them. So, old Billy, Billy Shorten, sat down in front of a Nintendo Mini SNES, SNES, and went, I play Mario Kart. Play some Mario, and play some Mario Kart, and it's part of the press release, he's playing Mario Kart. What some audience members and viewers quickly saw, he was playing by himself. There was no CPU on the track, he's playing by himself, so it looked like he was first. And, fucking hell, this is just, the amount of times people are trying to use video games nowadays to make themselves seem, you know, connectable or more open to their younger audience-based fans is fucking outrageous sometimes. There is a whole string of just wacky people trying to use Fortnite, trying to use freaking Mario Kart. Part of the fun of Mario Kart, people, is getting destroyed by random CPUs and friends with red shells and blue shells and all you're getting is coins and fucking and banana peels and a couple green shells because you're number one. And you know you're number one and you know which friends I'm talking to because I am the Explosion Network's Open Invitational Mario Kart champion. I know what it's like to be a winner. I know what it's like, Bill Shorten. To face down all comers. To stand for justice and peace. I should run for Prime Minister. What? I can't. Ah. Uh, why not? Ah. Uh, apparently, because I'm English, I can't run. Didn't Barnaby Joyce? Anyway, no, none of this. And I'm not a cheater, Stacey. Not a cheater at all. But it's interesting to see how games are now being used as a medium to connect with younger younger members of the public because it's such a large medium. And it's interesting to see that while governments are not treating, you know, game, the gaming industry, esports as a potential market and a proper industry, not funding uh, any benefits towards game development, not supporting esports you know the victorian uh, government already has stepped up and put on the melbourne esports open they're already putting money too and <laughs> uh, i do care if billy don't believe in cpu you know what let's just scrap the lot scrap the lot i didn't want this to be too political but scrap the lot we'll get in a new group of people we'll see if we can borrow canada's government and bring them in okay cool but it's a new medium, but the government needs to start supporting gaming development in both as an industry and in its esports and, in, you know, the tourism it could bring to Australia. The more it starts looking into that, the more people that start acknowledging its existence, then you can connect with your audience. You can't just pick up a fucking a mini S N N N N N N N oh god I'm stuck N N N E S um and just start playing Mario Kart on your own without any CPU and expect gamers not to notice. They didn't notice at all, did they? Fucking idiots. Anyway, what do you think? Did you see the image? What do you think about um gaming media? Um, don't shame someone. I don't shame me for all you want. If I don't play Overwatch correctly. Please tell me. Please tell me. I don't try and I don't try and use Overwatch to bolster myself. I don't pretend to play games. Fucking everybody knows that I don't play games except for Overwatch. Rainbow Six Siege, I've started. 
I've been playing games lately. You know, Spider-Man, God of War at some point. It's all been, it's all been fun. It's all been excellent. <laughs> anyway, let's move on before these clowns in my chat will keep going at it. If you want to be a clown in my chat or a penguin, come join in twitch.tv slash explosion there when we're live. Yell at me and make me a puddle of fucking mess and I'll stay a puddle. I won't change or get smaller. Anyway, PS Plus, Games for Gold, it is a battle for the ages and PlayStation just went fucking bang! Fucking bang! And that's the technical term for PlayStation just delivered a large blow in the free gaming subscription fight for their primary subscription-based methods. This month, you can get as part of your PlayStation Plus, you can get Destiny 2 as well as God of War 3, the remastered edition. Fucking hell, what a massive set of games for the month. Xbox, you better be ready, Xbox, you better be ready. Um, we've got, uh, Prison Architect, we have, uh, Live Look, and we can throw in a Lego Star Wars, uh, 3. <laughs> oh, God! Why, Microsoft? Why? Sometimes they do make it incredibly hard to be a Microsoft fan. <laughs> Sometimes, as an Xbox fan... Make it fucking hard on me. But to see with the coming of the Destiny 2 DLC um, Forsaken, Destiny 2's just increased their audience base tenfold. You now have a whole base game to explore and go through and two DLC packs to eventually invest in if you choose to later down the track. Nick is crying because he just, you know, he bought like 10 copies of Destiny 2 because he loved the game so much. And now he's got an 11th one. Fucking great. Um... A prison architect is not better than Destiny 2 for value. But, there's an, uh, I have an opinion on this that I think Microsoft is not going to put as much focus on Games for Gold anymore. They're going to be quite happy with popping these little kind of tiny gems on Games for Gold, um, but continue to keep Xbox Games Pass as its premier... Um, subscription base for if you want to play, you know, if you want the top tier games. That is something that PlayStation doesn't have at the moment. You know, for the price of $10 a month, it for $10 a month you get access to a large library of games. You get access to all brand new PS uh, Xbox exclusive games. You get a whole range of stuff for that extra $10. And you're telling me, yeah, it's like eight, I'm already paying like 80 bucks for the year for game, for Xbox Gold. And that's completely fine. Completely understand that money is not well spent there. But PlayStation has fucking smashed this. But I don't think it's a terrible thing for Xbox. I just think Xbox are moving towards something different. I feel like in the coming months, we're going to get a subscription-based thing that is both Xbox Games Pass as well as Xbox Live for a cheaper price together um, that will give you... The, you probably won't get games for gold anymore, but you'll just get access to Games Pass. You'll just get access to that whole library of games that they continue to add and include and upgrade regularly 
Whereas PlayStation will either go towards that eventually or stick with PS Plus and continue to put out the higher AAA titles onto PS Plus. And I like that the two companies, well, Xbox especially, is is making a change, is moving in a different direction to the direction that they are moving at because at the moment they're both pretty similar with PlayStation and PlayStation has the edge. Microsoft needs to do something different to include their market base, to improve their stance in the gaming world. And I think these are the right steps, even though these, you know, they're getting fucking destroyed. They're getting slaughtered by game quality right now. For this month, for September especially, make sure you go download both those games on PlayStation. Go try out Destiny. It's a good game. I hope it has end game content now. Um, but I think the two worlds are looking and they're shifting their focus now xbox and playstation both shifting their focus exactly like they're not going to put money into games for gold anymore they're just going to put it into games pass and we're going to get to that point where games for gold doesn't exist and games pass is just the is part of this subscription and the subscription probably will go up to kind of to shift that but uh, that'll be a change I hope and I think we'll see coming into the future um, so if you're an Xbox fan like me don't break down don't look at this as we're getting fucked um, look at it as Microsoft is taking a different approach with this and, and I honestly urge you if you do have your Xbox if you do have a Xbox and there's some games in Games Pass that you want to try there's some excellent backwards compatibility games you can download um, it's 10 bucks. It's fuck all. You can probably get a month for free. Try it out, play what you want, and then keep going with it if you want to. Um, but, you know, it's a fantastic thing. It's a fantastic um, deal. 10 bucks. We're like a fucking billion games. Moving on to the tidbit of the show Battlefield 5. Battlefield 5. Dice EA's hope of, of rising from the ashes that have been Battlefront 2. Rising from the ashes that have been loot boxes, rising to a new, a new place, a new, stronger, more majestic place for everybody that is historically accurate and perfect in every way. But, Battlefield 5 got delayed. Battlefield got delayed in the last 24 hours. It will now be releasing a month later, November 20th. Um, that is three days before Black Friday. It's no longer going to be competing with Call of Duty directly on for sales and the time. It's also no longer going to be competing directly with Red Dead Redemption that is coming out later in the week um, in October. And it's the the original um, the original. I want to call it an excuse because it feels like it's an excuse. The original idea or the original uh, reasoning behind this move was so that the developers could continue putting final touches on the single player gameplay for battlefield 5 because there has been ongoing uh, betas and alphas and closed betas and closed open betas and beta betas uh, early access for beta is coming out in the next week um for uh, the final beta before the game's release but <laughs> bullshit um but for me, when looking at this, the multiplayer, I still think there's there's still a bit of testing I need to do. But, yeah, I'm calling bullshit as well on this. When you look at this game and you look at what it was up against, Call of Duty, um, Black Ops 10, and <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2, ugh, that's Battlefield loses that fight. Battlefield, I think, loses that fight pretty handedly. And so I think they've done the smart thing by moving it. I think they could have come out and just been like, 
hey, we're moving this so you get a better chance at playing the game. If they were honest, I kind of would have appreciated that. Um, but it, it puts themselves in a bit more of an open space. They get more room to maneuver. Hey, they get to polish the game a bit more. A bit more polish doesn't hurt anybody. Um, it improves a lot of things in its market. And it's interesting nowadays that... And I mentioned this when... Before Red Redemption, Redemption, Red, 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 God, I can't talk tonight, everybody. Um, because Red Dead Redemption 2 no longer features, is no, like, is, where was I going? That's where I was going. When Red Dead Redemption 2's announcement date was released, um, I immediately noted, okay, everything else is now okay to start announcing release dates. You're good. You're good. You can start saying, I'm going to release here so I can avoid that shit. I can go earlier. I can go later. Um, so I, I'm, I'm always confused. It was the same as a couple years ago when Rise of the Tomb Raider was originally released. And Square Enix and Xbox sent it out to die against Fallout 4. I think you're positioning your game for its best opportunity to sell units and to grow its audience base um, is very important. And I think... You know, EA and DICE have recognized that in this choice and, and moved it. If they do want to put a bit more polish on the single-player game, all power to you. Battlefield 1 had some of my favorite single-player moments and in its uh, vignettes from previous games. But I uh, I do feel like this is not Battlefield's year. Um, I don't feel like Battlefield is going to do well. And as Nick said, Battlefield is going to bomb. I, I don't think it's going to be a success. I think coming off the back of Battlefield, Battlefront 2, um, it's going to have issues there with the loot box scandals that happened. They're staunchest supporters. They they have. They've just, you know, it's, it's a whole thing with the company kind of falling on their sword a little bit. Falling down, um, not fully getting grasp of what their player base wanted. Earlier in the year... Uh, it had several issues in Australia with its servers, and it just didn't fix the server issues. They just kind of ignored it for Battlefield 1. So the game became unplayable, which is really sad. It's really down when you look back at it. So hopefully it does well. I hope the vignettes are... Well, I'm not going to be purchasing this game at launch. Um, I don't think it's going to be the first year I don't buy Call of Duty or Battlefront, uh, Battlefield, but hey what it is it's what it is hmm. what do you think what do you think about any of the topics spoken about on today's show uh tweet at me at your boy ringo or on the explosion network account at explosion pad pad explosion pad where all the frogs come to rocket and bevin gets to hang out with the frogs at the lily pads the explosion pad where the froggies come frogger puns blah 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 i just i don't know what's wrong with me today I don't, I don't. Everybody, it's a whole thing. Whatever. I'm not drunk, I swear. <laughs> um, if you enjoy the show, please give us a follow at twitch.tv slash explosion network. Give us the old like. Give us a subscribe if you want to give us a couple dollars. Um, subscribe to the podcast. The podcast goes live 7 p.m. every Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. Um, for you if you want to have the audio version or the pre-recorded VOD. And if you want to watch live, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network, once again, 6.30pm, Fridays, 6.30pm, Tuesdays. Those days. Those are the two days we're talking about, everybody. Please 
Give us a five-star review. You can't see my hand properly. Give us a five-star review on every kind of platform. Whatever you like. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment. Give us all the reviews and stuff. Uh, share us with your mates. Tell them, hey, there's this bloke. He's kind of funny. Wears glasses. He's interesting. Send them on over. I'll say hello if you've come over today because a friend told you I was here. Hello. How are you? Have, hope you have a fantastic day. Anyway, if you want to be at the Melbourne Esports Open tomorrow, uh, if you are there, go check out the Overwatch Contenders. Tweet at me at your boy Ringo once again. Let me know. I'll be there. And you'll be there for me too. I'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you very much. Oh, goodbye. Explosion Network's premier media podcast, What Do You Want to Watch, is a fortnightly show hosted by Ashley Hobley that covers the biggest stories in movies, TV, online media, and more before asking, what do we end up watching? Each episode, we discuss one particular movie or show that you can join in the discussion with by tweeting us, emailing, or posting on our Discord. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or other podcasting services, or find the show at explosionnetwork.com.